1: Inside Sources. All right, welcome back to Inside Sources. Marty Carpenter sitting in for Boyd Matheson. We have been talking all things COVID today. Surprise, surprise, especially related to mandates, mandate extensions, uh, the impact on uh, those who can't get uh, a vaccine, all types of things related to uh, the vaccine and the mandate. And I want to shift in this segment and talk a little bit about what this means for businesses and what it means for businesses uh you know here in Utah specifically uh though i think in a lot of cases this is a, a mandate that as we mentioned a couple segments ago doesn't actually have language to it yet and so um it's sort of amorphous but we understand a few key details uh about it and that is uh, just to reset from sort of the top of the show uh federal employees vaccine mandate uh businesses private businesses over Uh, 100 employees, vaccine uh, mandate or uh, uh, testing. And uh, that's that's one of those great government mandates on business. And I got to tell you, the business community gets stuck in between everybody else's fights all the time, whether it's uh, a vaccine mandate or any other issue. Uh, businesses more and more today have to be on their toes in the way that they prepare to or position themselves, prepare to react and react to the various uh stories and issues and agendas that people and uh, other organizations will uh, push for them so in this case, local businesses i 've talked to some local business leaders about this and have been able to kind of take their temperature on what they thought and what their initial reaction was from the president's mandate. And uh, some said, you know, uh, it's just speaking as, as people who are politically involved as well, it's a real big reach. It's a real big overreach. And, you know, we don't like it when the federal government or any government really uh, jumps in to our business. Uh, you know, Governor Herbert used to be fond of saying you want to keep government off your back and out of your wallet. And uh, in this case, there's not really so much of a wallet issue, though I think there is some ripple effect to that, uh, as, as there is just being on your back and using businesses to go uh, advance, uh, advance a federal agenda here. And this is really tough for businesses. Now, I, no doubt there will be businesses that, that say, thanks for the political cover. We've wanted to mandate it, but we've hated to be the bad guys who go mandate it. So now we can make the president the bad guy. We'll mandate it anyway, and we will put this into action. Another really interesting element to this, though, is if you look at our current economic situation. Right now, the state of Utah really on fire. 2.6% unemployment. Uh, we have job growth of 4.2%. That's really stellar, especially when you compare that to the rest of the country. 2.6% unemployment in Utah compared to 5.4%. Uh, it's essentially you know, it's, it's doubled. On the, on the national level compared to here in Utah. And our job growth that I mentioned was 4.2% on the positive side, 2.8% nationwide. And what we're hearing from a lot of businesses is right now it is hard to go get people. It is difficult to get people to take a job, to go find people who will who will come and work to fill open positions. It's been the case for a long time. It has been exacerbated in the last six months, let's say. It's tough for businesses to go get the talent they need to make their businesses, uh, effective to go sell, create and sell their products and services. And so when you get a mandate from the president that says, Hey, you're going to have to go do this when a business is already having a hard time. Let's say a business has 500 employees and they've got 50 open jobs that they're trying to fill. Well, then the federal government comes in and says, Hey, you can't have anyone working there who doesn't test. Um, What does that do if a business that's trying to fill 50 positions suddenly has 20 more they're trying to fill and 20 that they weren't prepared to see open up quite that quickly, um, didn't get really a whole lot of notice on it? Now, all of a sudden, it is a burden on business, Uh, not to mention it's a burden on business just to know that they have to, to some extent, keep track of who has been vaccinated and who is eligible to work. Uh, It's more for those HR departments to worry about. These are real challenges that businesses face. Um, now, for businesses that are fewer than 100 employees, uh, it's not as much of an issue at this point. There are businesses that always probably hover somewhere between the 90 and 120 employee mark. And to some extent, you have to wonder if a business is really close to that. If you're really close to that, you're at like 100 Uh, let's say you've got 100 employees and one leaves, you're probably going to want to stay at 99 rather than deal with the headache. But that then slows down and impacts your overall ability to grow your business. I want to bring in Don Willey, who is the president and CEO of the St. George Area Chamber of Commerce. Uh, He's also the executive director of technology innovation or has been at uh, at, at Dixie State University. Uh, Don, thanks for taking some time with us today. Uh, Happy to do it. So, what kind of reaction are you hearing from businesses in the in the southern Utah area? Anybody calling to say how does this impact me, or can you believe this is happening, or in support of it?
0: Yeah, you know, I think when when you look at the political landscape of the state, Washington County uh, is is very red, um, and and so the what we hear from our businesses really. Uh, uh, equates to that and and it's a lot of frustration um it's a lot of anger on the part of businesses uh, of just feeling um like that the rights are being infringed and, and taken away um and we as a chamber of course are, are very concerned with these actions uh, a business should have the ability to to decide for themselves they should have the autonomy to be able to to make those decisions Um, And so I think we're just seeing a lot of frustration, a lot of anger around this uh, and confusion, right? We we, we don't, uh, it feels out of place. It feels um, like an overreach.
1: Yeah. You know, the president can come out and make an announcement and then businesses kind of have to scramble to figure out what does it actually mean. Do you get the sense that this is, that the frustration is a a lack of clarity and maybe it's a combination of things. It sounds kind of like that's the direction you're headed, but is, is there just this frustration for businesses to say, look, I build widgets, and I sell widgets, or I provide this service, and, and that's what I do. And that's why I got into business, and that's what I'm trying to provide. And I get that there's some regulatory issues that go with that. But I, I businesses keep getting pulled in to whether it's a social justice issue or whether it's a mandate from the administration. Do you, do you get a sense of uh, frustration or maybe even just fatigue from businesses having to deal with that?
0: Absolutely. I, I think it- – Businesses, I think, really did their best through the pandemic. Um, uh, you know, there were there were some uh, that, of course, you know, they, they decided to to disobey or to to not enforce the statewide mask mandate in their business, um, and and that was by personal reasons or feeling again like their rights were being infringed on. And I think we're, we're for the most part, no businesses they did they did. Um, respect that. They, they did their part. And I think that they're at this point of just being done, right? And, mm-hmm. and feeling like what, what happens, happens. And, and we at the Chamber have always been um, promoting uh, to be cautious, right? We, we see that, of course, if, if a pandemic, uh, if there's a, a big surge again, um, and it impacts uh, our businesses, our economy negatively, then we pay the price for that, right? And, and businesses will recognize that. Um, but I think that there's just this point of being worn out um, and feeling like they've done their part, they've tried to do what they can, um, and this is just one more one more burden on top of them that they don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm.
1: Have you had any word from anyone on the other side of this saying, this actually provides us with some good cover. We don't have to be the bad guys. Maybe that's the group that's least likely to reach out to you. So let's call it an anecdotal data point. But do do you either have any? Uh, have you had anyone reaching out with that message, or would you anticipate that someone might? Or even beyond that, do you do you think that they uh, uh, that that's kind of the silent group that just won't won't let you know that, but that it would apply to some?
0: Yeah, I think so, and I think we see some of that on social media where you know they're they're making a stance or making it known. Uh, you know, we we know of businesses that are saying, if you want to come work in the office, then you know we we do require vaccination. So it's it's not a requirement for employment, but for actually working in the office. But they but they have the avenue of saying, uh, you can work from home, right? Like we can we can make your job remote. You can work from home if you don't feel comfortable. So I think that. You know, there's there's a notion that uh, those businesses that do want to um, be cautious, they do want to have some sort of uh, vaccination requirement of some sort, they're making a way for employees to feel comfortable, right? Not to ostracize them one way or the other, but to work with them and to support whatever their personal beliefs may dictate. Uh, And so I think we're seeing that, that, I mean, those businesses that, that do support a vaccination mandate of some, I think they're already taking those measures and they don't need a government mandate to actually do that. They're, they've already done it. They've already been talking to their employees and some have chosen to leave, right? Maybe it's a personal belief that, you know, they they don't want to work for that company and that's where the free market stands. I mean, make your choice If you do or don't, then you can go.
1: Don, thanks so much for your time and your perspective on this. We appreciate you taking some time with us.
0: Absolutely. Thank you.
1: Don Willie, president and CEO of the St. George Area Chamber of Commerce. We're back with more on Inside Sources after this.
0: It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.